0: Broadcasting live from Haven Conference 2022 in Atlanta, it's time for Organization Conversation. Brought to you by Wall Control Storage Systems. Wall Control gives you the storage and organization you crave.
1: Welcome back to Organization Conversation. I am here with our co-host, Steph. Hey, and we have a very good guest on this episode who can speak to organization very well. Her name is Jessica, and I'll let you introduce yourself and your own brand, Jessica. Well,
0: thank you so much for having me. I am Jessica Littman, known as The Organized Mama, and social media is Organized Mamas with an S. And I have been organizing, writing about organizing, teaching about organizing for the past nine years.
1: Awesome. So how, we'll kind of start from the beginning. How did you get your start? What, what led you to that path? I assume you're an organized person at heart, and so you just you saw a need and you went for it.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, my background is in teaching. I was an elementary teacher and special ed teacher for years and then decided to stay home with my kids. While I was home, I started writing about organizing because I needed a creative outlet, and friends started to take notice and were like, wait, you know how to organize? Can you teach me how to do this? So then I started doing some in-home organizing and it evolved into, you know, the blog. Uh, my book just came out in March and all sorts of fun things about organizing.
1: That's awesome. So uh, tell us about the book. Where, where, what's, the, what's the title? Where can you find it? That kind of thing. It
0: is called Home Sweet Organized Home and you can find it at Barnes & Noble, Amazon. It's on Target.com, uh, Books a Million and um, a lot of uh, Midwest local bookstores.
1: Gotcha. Cool. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, So going back to organizing, what sort of, uh, I guess, services do you offer? Do you teach people how to organize? Do you organize for them? Do you help? We know a lot that like help with moves and that kind of thing. What, I guess... What does your offering look like?
0: So right now I have courses and digital products to help organize. Um, It teaches you how to organize. What I found is when somebody else does it for you, the likelihood of it actually staying organized is very slim. But if you have those tools, those skills in order to organize, you are going to keep it up far more than just having somebody come in your home and just doing it all for you.
1: That's a really good point. Really? Yeah. I yeah. would
0: have thought it was the other way around. No, because you don't have ownership of it. So you are way more lax in keeping up with that organization. That makes sense, I guess. It's mm-hmm. and and, like nobody oh, no. can really
2: know exactly how you want,
0: like what you use and what you need to be quick Exactly, and That makes sense. Exactly. And as you kind of like use the space and organize and you know, really just like live your life with the space and the organization that you set in place – You're going to notice things, be able to tweak things so that it makes more sense. It flows easier for you.
2: So how often are you fine-tuning the organization in your own home? Like all the time? Or is it just you're done and you're good and you figured it out? No,
0: not even close. Like we just moved a month ago from Chicago to Minneapolis and we are still tweaking. Like I put things away. I thought they were organized and they are not. Like our pantry, I was like, oh, it looks beautiful. Nope have to like tweak it we're not like reorganizing we're like tweaking things so like you see what what is working and what isn't and then that's what you change instead of doing like oh well I have to like reorganize I have to get all new bins I have to get all of these new products no you use what you have and you just kind of like make it more efficient for you
1: yeah, Makes we just sense. reorganized our uh, like kitchen cabinets because it was like it just we'd been living in our house for years and it's like why are we doing it this way? Yes. This doesn't make any sense. So we,
2: wait, we you finally switched the cabinet?
1: We switched the cabinets. Yeah. So <laughs> this was like, on
2: another organization conversation from months ago, and I yeah. didn't know it had already happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like we had um, like like chips and stuff in like a really deep cabinet, yes. and like stuff would end up in the back that yes. we didn't know was there, and that that's a perfect place to put like like glassware and things like that. And so we switched it up. You'd be very proud of us. Jessica, I
0: right? am so proud to hear yeah. like, this is the stuff I like love hearing because that's why I like teaching organizing Yeah. because it's like those little things, like how to rethink your space instead of somebody else coming in and just changing it up. Like you can do this, just rethink it, take the time and just, you know, make it work for you.
1: Awesome. Are there any like, um, I guess, like core principles or places you recommend people start when they're trying to look at getting organized? Because that can be daunting for sure. And people might not, you know, intuitively know, all right, start with this and kind of go from there.
0: I say start with the bedroom. And I have like a whole, so since my background's in teaching, I'm like really fascinated with like the research of the brain and like how we think and process things. So if your bedroom is chaotic, disorganized, there is an order, you're not going to get as good or deep of a night's sleep, yeah. which then leads to poor decision making, decision fatigue, not being able to really like process everything. So when your bedroom is completely um, organized and tidy, more and more projects that you do are going to be able to... You're gonna be able to process them more and yeah. like think about things more. Oh, wow. I'm like about to the move again, And yeah. I was gonna do my
2: bedroom last. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it. I'm doing it. First.
1: There you go. That, first. I mean, that makes I sense. I always do my
2: bathroom first when I move. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, at least there's one small area I can, go, it's easy to put away. Yes. And I can go in, there's one small area where I'm like not anxious and overwhelmed. Yes. Yeah. But bedroom makes more sense. It should be
0: your bedroom that should make you anxious and overwhelmed because or, that's where you need to go to decompress.
2: That's mm-hmm. true.
1: Yeah, uh-huh.
0: I'm so glad
2: we're talking.
1: I know I'm learning so much. <laughs> exactly, some some uh, good some good tips for sure. So, um, so have you been to Haven before?
0: This is my first in-person Haven.
1: Oh, awesome! I'm cool. so excited. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we. Uh, this is, I think, our third, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's been a great conference just for for meeting people. It's been amazing, uh, kind of seeing how everybody collaborates too. I'm so totally. yeah, any any first impressions? I know it's been like four hours since it started last <laughs> night, but yeah. <laughs>
0: It's been amazing just seeing, you know, people that I've connected with on Instagram or TikTok and really getting to like connect with brands and listen to people talk and yeah. It's exciting.
1: How's um, so how's the social media uh, played into you getting your own name out there and and getting customers? Also, what is so you help people you you know, give them the tools to get organized. How do you go about finding a customer? What does your ideal customer look like in case anybody's listening who, you yes. know, might fall in that bucket?
0: Yeah. So, I focus mainly on family organizing, and to me, family is just multiple people living in a household. It doesn't have to be You know, it could be a bunch of roommates, it could be a bunch of friends, it could be, you know, parents with kids, it could be empty nesters, but multiple people living in a space, because I think that looks different than just one person living by themselves. For sure. And so by having that kind of mindset that you're not just organizing for you, you're also organizing for other people living there, that is like my, that's who I speak to. And so... If you're living with multiple people in your house, then, you know, I hope you can find useful tips for me.
1: Yeah. How, um, we, cause we've spoken with a few professional organizers in the past and they've, it's always been interesting to hear about like the dynamic of multiple people yes. and like, it seems like you always have someone who's kind of not a hoarder, but holding on to stuff yes. and then like the purger yes. and like, how do you balance that? You know, like yes. you speak to those conflicts.
0: Yes. So when you have somebody that has very sentimental, yes, Good.
1: that's a better word than hoarder. Yes. Thank you for talking <laughs> yeah. about me that way. Yeah. It's
0: way nicer than when I'm normally just called a hoarder. Yeah, exactly, you're the very sentimental. Point. Thank you. Yes, um, yeah. To. First, define, like, what are we actually keeping and, like, what space are we keeping? All of it. All of it. (laughs) Everywhere. Yes. Piles. So give yourself, like, a bin or a, you know, designated area for the sentimental items. And then it's going to help you sort through which sentimental items are most important and which aren't when you give yourself that defined space. So people are very big on visuals. Like, I am, too. I think that's why a lot of organizing on social media has taken off because it is so visual. So, if you give yourself that like visual space, like this is my permission for visual stuff, like this is how much I can keep, you're going to be able to sort through the stuff you want to keep and what is you're holding on to because you feel you have to. Because there are two different sentimental things. things. There is. Mm. Oh, well, I have to keep this, but I want to keep this. So, keep the things you want. And the things you feel obligated to keep are the stuff, or the things you can start to part with.
1: Okay. I like that. Yeah. See, it's like, and you give people permission because yes. people feel like they can't do that unless someone says that's yeah, okay. I mean,
2: exactly. Like yeah. I need somebody to tell me that I don't need a whole bunch of smocked dresses for the children I don't have.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, <you> no, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get some more later, yes, you know? <laughs> exactly.
2: I can't yeah. tell my grandma that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, if this means that much to my mom, then she can keep
0: them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because there is a big piece where we feel obligated to hold on to stuff our parents have given us.
2: Oh, my gosh. And they just don't want to throw it away because somebody told them to keep it. Exactly. exactly.
0: And. We are in a different generation than our parents. I've had a, this conversation with my mom. My mom grew up on a farm with, like, one Barbie. Well, she didn't have Barbie. She had Skipper. And I have to be, like, very... Oh, her poor flat-footed Skipper. I know. She just had Skipper. Her older sister had Barbie. Yeah. And, like, she had one toy, and, like, so then she had to work on the farm. So she is very sentimental about For all sure. the toys. Yeah. So she keeps trying to give them to me, and I was like, if, if I don't want them... You can give them to somebody else, like a donation center. Find a local donation center, your church, your synagogue, um, you know, your community. There's lots of places that will take good quality toys that will be used and loved, versus giving it to somebody to sit in their attic. Absolutely, exactly.
1: That's great. That's great. Great takeaway for sure. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, is there anything you'd like to, you know? tell our audience that we kind of haven't covered yet anything about what you do i think we talked about maybe giving a book away yeah yeah so however you know we're 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 learning as we go here folks but however (laughs) whatever structure you want for that we're game so however you want to handle that works for us
0: perfect um i can um i don't know didn't what we'll do do it on
1: instagram that's what i'm thinking yeah everyone
2: here's on instagram exactly
1: (laughs) so um yeah we'll we'll uh if you want the book to enter, let's say you know follow both accounts and um, reach out to us, and we'll say the fifth person that reaches out gets a free book.
0: Perfect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. I love the decisiveness. Yeah. We just
1: <laughs> make. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that we'll, we'll go with that, and uh, yeah, we'll be excited to get that in somebody's hands. Perfect. For sure. Yay. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks for coming on, Jessica. Thank you so one, much. One thanks. more time, how can our audience find you um, on social media, website, email, any of that?
0: Um, everything is organized mamas, M A M A S, on social media. And my website is theorganizedmama.com, where I have courses, digital products to kind of like streamline the organizing process for you. And my book, Home Suite Organized Home, you can get it on Amazon.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. Thank it's you. been a blast.
0: Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us. Organization Conversation is brought to you by Wall Control a family-owned and operated producer of best-in-class wall-mounted organizers for your home or business, made right here in the USA. To learn more, go to wallcontrol.com.